What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. This is the Ransomed Bodies Project. I hope you're having the best day of your entire life. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be diving in to why I quit my job in orthopedic surgery to become a full-time online coach. So before we dive into the episode today, I wanted to just look back a little bit to see how far we've come. This is episode number 88. So the Ransom Bodies Project is growing. Uh, We have listeners from all across the world. It's been so cool to see the impact that this podcast has made on so many individuals' lives. If this podcast has had an impact on your life in one way or another, what I would love for you to do is just to go to the bottom of the podcast and leave me a genuine five-star review and then with some feedback so we can get this podcast out to the world. My goal is to have as much impact as humanly possible. You know, I want to impact millions and that cannot happen without your support and your love. So I appreciate every single one of you guys listening to this podcast episode. One of the things that I really want to do, you know, moving forward is just share a little bit more about my story. I believe, you know, I have a very powerful story. I've came a long way over the last few years. There's a lot of things that I've learned. There's a lot of mistakes that I've made. And so one of the things that I want to do as a content creator is to be more transparent with you guys and to tell you guys about all of my wins, to tell you about all of my losses, to tell you about all of my lessons, the things that went right in my life, the things that went wrong in my life, because I really believe that there's a lot that you could learn from some of the things that I have experienced. And so for me today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about why I quit orthopedic surgery to become a full-time online coach. When I made this decision, people thought I was crazy. They were like, man, that is a risky decision. That's something you probably shouldn't do. Well, you went to school for eight years. You took out hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans. Why would you quit such an amazing field in the medical field to go and be an online coach, something that's risky? You don't know if it's going to work out. You don't know if it's going to be sustainable. Are you going to be able to pay the bills? Are you going to be able to provide for your family, right? So many questions were up in the air. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to break down kind of the process, kind of the journey of me going from where I was a few years ago to where I'm at now. So at the age of 17, I suffered a devastating injury to my feet that led to four foot surgeries and my doctor telling me, Trent, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but you will probably never be able to run again. So at the age of 17, I'm sitting in my doctor's office, four surgeries in my senior year of high school. After each and every surgery, I was given hope all right, this is going to be the last one. This will be the last one. This will be the last one. I have been playing basketball at a very high level up until this point. I played varsity as a freshman. I actually played against Kawhi Leonard when I was in high school. And so basketball was my life. Basketball is my everything. It was my plan A, it was my plan B, and it was my plan C. When I got to my junior year, going into senior year of high school, I ended up falling and twisting my ankle, which led to a couple of extra bones uh, coming off on the back of my right heel. And so these extra bones is called an os trigonum bone. And so if you are in the medical field, maybe you heard of it, but maybe you have not. It's actually a pretty rare thing to have. It's, I think only like five or 15% of people in the world have this extra bone. Mine was very big. And so when I rolled my ankle, the bone ended up popping off. So once the bone popped off, 
it actually led to pretty much a domino effect. One surgery led to another, led to another, led to another. And then before I knew it, in the span of one year, I had four surgeries, two on each feet. And so I remember sitting in my doctor's office at the age of 17 with so much rage, so much frustration, and so much sadness as tears flowed down my face, knowing that my dreams of playing college basketball and beyond were done. I had no backup plan because all I knew was basketball. That was all I wanted to do. All I wanted to do with my life was play basketball, potentially play in the NBA. Could I have played in the NBA? I don't know. Could I have played um, at a high level in college? 100%. Absolutely. And so I had no backup plan. And the pain I experienced in that moment was terrible. You know, just imagine being a 17-year-old athlete and having the thing that you love the most being stripped from your life. And that's pretty much where I was at that point. The pain was terrible. I never wanted another human being to experience the loss I had, to experience the the feeling of having to sit in my doctor's office and someone tell you, you will never be able to run again. So what I decided from that point on, I was like, you know what? And I would see what happened was once I got this injury, I would see handicapped individuals. I would see individuals that were going around in wheelchairs. I would see individuals that were walking with a boot on. I would see people had to crutch around the mall. So I was drawn to people who had injuries. And it was just something I like was super, super passionate about. Like, man, like, or just empathetic about it that time. It's like, man, I wish I could do something. I wish I could help that person. I wish I could help that person not have to be in a boot, help that person not be in pain, like not being able to walk. And I'm most for most of you listening to this, you're an athlete. You know what it's like to have an injury to your lower body. You know what it's like to not be able to walk properly, whether it's your knee or your ankle or your hip. You know, you know how difficult life can be when you have some type of injury like that. And so I actually decided I wanted to pursue medicine to fulfill my calling of helping others escape the pain that I had felt. So after I had basketball stripped from my life at the age of 17, I was helpless. I was hopeless. I had literally no hope moving forward. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know what I'm going to follow as my passion. I don't know what I'm going to do with my career. And so one of the things that I picked up was weightlifting. I was like, all right, well, I can't play basketball. I can't run. So what am I going to do with my free time? I need to move. I'm an athlete. This is where I fell in love with lifting weights. It was actually something that was taken away from me that led to me actually pursuing my dream and where I'm, what I'm doing now. So to fill the void of what I had of being active, I started to lift weights. I started to work out in the gym. I started to go hit it hard. And so I loved it. I loved getting big. I loved the process of transforming my body and sculpting my body. And I, I wanted to be in a position where I could help individuals that were in similar pain that I had experienced. So I was like, all right, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to lift weights, but I'm also going to go to school and hopefully go to medical school one day. That was like my goal. I I really want to be passionate. I'm going to go to school. And so um, what happens, I went to school for eight years to be a PA, um, and I took out hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans. I put everything I had into this, everything I had. I was like, this is my calling. This is my passion. This is exactly what I want to do with my life. And I loved it. And that's the thing. Like For a lot of people that like say they like they quit their job to pursue their passion or whatever it is. Most of the time when that happens, people, they, they really don't like what they're doing, or at least the stories that I heard. They hate their job. They really want to escape it, but I actually liked what I did. You know, I liked medicine. It was actually fun to me. It was fun to be in surgery. It was cool. But there was a part of me, there's always a part of me deep down inside. As I went through the eight years of medical school, I spent hours and out countless hours, countless dollars, putting everything I had into studying medicine, dedicating my life to it, right? There was always something inside of me that knew that there was more that I could do. If you're taking notes right now, I want you to write this down because this is huge. This is huge. Good is the enemy of great. 
So one of the things you have to analyze in your life is what is something that is good that I'm doing right now that is holding me back from being great? If you want to experience some level of greatness, you have to be willing to sacrifice the good things that you have in your life. That is the only way. Oftentimes, what's holding people back from experiencing greatness in their life is not bad things that happened in their life, but it's actually the good things that they have, the good things that they've experienced. It's your consistent paycheck you're getting on a regular basis that's stopping you from going all in and pursuing your goals and your dreams, right? It's the fact that you're married and you don't have to worry about going to date or go go out in public because you're married, you're good. So because you got married and because you have an amazing marriage, you've let yourself go. You've let yourself gain 20 pounds. The good thing in your life, which is your wife, which is a blessing, has now become the thing that's been holding you back from becoming great, right? Maybe it's the fact that you're a father. You've always wanted to be a father and boom, you became, became a father. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to take my foot off the gas in my life. And instead of pursuing greatness in terms of myself, I'm only going to quote unquote, serve them and do what's best for them. Good is the enemy of great. The good things in your life right now are what are holding you back from experiencing greatness. It's not the bad things that have happened in the past, but it's actually the good things that are holding you back. So for me, one of the good things that I had was my job. It was good. It was a good job. It was a, it was a good profession. The medical field was awesome. It was awesome, right? I have no bad things to say about it, but I always knew deep down inside of me that there was something greater for me to accomplish, that there was something deeper that I wanted to do. And the thing is, most orthopedic problems, so I ended up working in foot and ankle surgery specifically. And so most orthopedic problems, hip, knee, foot, right? Most orthopedic issues that you could think of are not necessarily caused by injuries or like acute problems where it's like, boom, you rolled your ankle or boom, you popped your ACL. Most of the time when people have some type of orthopedic problem or injury, it's due from overuse issues. So think about like people that need knee replacements or arthritis or, you know, um, different things like that. Okay. So most people that have orthopedic injuries or orthopedic issues is due from an overuse problem in our society today. Most of those overuse problems are due because of our lack of physical activity or, or our lack of having weight that is completely out of control. So you're 20 or 30 pounds overweight. So I was seeing this. I was like, man, most of the patients I'm seeing, they're fat, they're out of shape, they're not moving. All I get to do is give them medication. All I get to do is help them fix the problem that they're having. But it's just this continual cycle. Why do you think the medical field is so overwhelmed right now? Is because it's a s- systemic issue. It's an issue that stems from before the medicine was even given, right? And I was seeing this. I was like, man, there's so much more that I could do. I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more. And I knew I could do more. And I actually wanted to impact millions, not just the people that were around me, because good is the enemy of great. And so what I started to do is I started to share my journey on social media. I started to share my own transformation. I started to document what I was doing. I started to document my workouts. I started to document my food, my nutrition and foods I was eating, right? And I became obsessed with the other side of medicine. I became obsessed with being able to prevent these issues from happening in the first place. And so I became obsessed with having the opportunity to prevent health problems before they even started. Imagine that. Imagine if your why for what you're doing was so deep that you didn't care about the outcome, you just cared about your vision. You just cared about what you had to do on a day-to-day basis. And what happened was because I had such a deep passion for the other side of medicine, I had such a deep passion for preventing injuries and preventing issues from happening and preventing medications from being given in the first place, I became really good at it. I became to bust out transformations. I became to change people's lives. And what happens is when you start to change people's lives and you start to have such a great impact, leads to more. And so I got to a point where I was at a crossroads in my life where I was, 
I was taking on, I probably, I think I had like 50 clients online at, at the time, still working in surgery full time. So as you can imagine, I'm, I'm working a lot of hours, you know, I'm working a ton of hours at this point. I'm, I'm draining myself. I'm burnt out, but I, I hit a cross in the road, right? I, I hit a, I hit a roadblock. Was I going to continue to hold on to something that was good in my life, which was my career? Or was I going to step into the unknown, step into my passion, step into my true calling, step into my greatness and go all in on what I knew that I was called to do, on what I knew God was calling me to do? And so it actually was a long process. It wasn't like, oh, I I stepped out in faith and I made this decision and I quit and I I went all in. This actually was a long process. It took me a few months to really make this decision because it was a very hard decision. Think about it. I went to school for eight years, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans, right? How are you going to give that up, Trent? What are you going to do? Are you really going to back out on this this, uh, dream position, this dream field that for most people is a dream? But for me, it it was good because I had a greater vision. I had something different I wanted to do. And so I got to the point where I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go all in. And so I quit orthopedic surgery to become a full-time online coach. I did the, the, the craziness. I did the crazy thing. Guess what happened? I burned the boats. This is called burning the boats. This is called burning the boats. What burning the boats means is you don't have a plan B. And so during this time, I had two options, right? I had both options that were still both working for me and they're both good options. But because I was putting my focus and intention into two different things, I wasn't able to go all in on one. And so by giving up something that was good in my life, which was my career in orthopedic surgery, I was able to put all of my focus, all of my attention in to building ransom bodies to what it is today. So since going all in two years ago, since going all in two years ago, that has been one of the best decisions I ever have ever made in my life. But it was also one of the most scariest decisions I ever made in my life because I'm not someone who who likes to take risks. I'm someone who is very calculated. I'm very rational. I like to plan things out. I like to weigh out the pros and cons. And so whenever I make decisions in my life, I try to make wise decisions. And this was a decision I had to make strictly based off of faith, strictly based off of the the reality that I'm going to have to take a risk and there's going to be a level of unknown that I'm going to have to step into and I'm going to have to be willing to do it. And I did it and I went all in. And doing that was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. And since doing that, I've helped thousands of men reclaim their health, their relationships and take back control of their lives. It's not just about the weight. It's about the man you become in the process as you're losing the weight. And that's something I've learned over the last few years of coaching is it's so much more than weight loss. It's so much more than building muscle. This is about becoming the man that you were created to be in the first place. And for most individuals, that cannot happen until you conquer the battle within. That battle you're facing within, the battle that you you have between your two ears, the battle between who you want to be and your old self is the battle you must win now if you want to actually have the greatest impact in this world through your lifetime. You don't have that much time. Your time is very limited and short. And so if you want to remove the ceiling off of the life in which you're living, you must be willing to sacrifice the good for the great. That's the only way. And so my inspiration and my challenge for you today is I want you to think about the good things in your life that are holding you back from experiencing greatness. Think about the good things that you have in your life. For oftentimes, it's not the things that you think, right? It's not the things you think that are holding you back, but it's actually, they're disguised. It's a disguise. All right. Much love, guys. Thank you for listening to the Ransom Bodies Project. If you got any value from today's episode, make sure you screenshot this and share this to your Instagram story. Tag me at Trill Demand Fitness. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, fam. Later. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at TrizzlemanFitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.